Welcome to the Journey Living Podcast, where we take on the real life topics while inspiring you toward hope and healing in God's Word. Join Pastor Mark Bird along with speaker, Christian life coach, Shannon Meyer, as they guide you through a roadmap, gaining fresh vision and inspiration for going forward on your journey, encouraging you to run your race with endurance that is set before you. Hey friends, thanks for tuning in again this week. It's Mark Bird with another episode of Journey Living. I'm in the studio today with Shannon Meyer. Shannon, today is an interesting topic to say the least, and I'm excited to dive into this. And right away, as you just a few seconds ago shared with me the title for this, Eternal Struggles. Oh man, you know, you reluctantly raise your hand and say, I feel like my struggles are eternal. I feel like they've been going on forever, some people might be saying to themselves. And right away, Shannon, I'm taken to the book of Ephesians. Here's what comes to my mind when you talk about eternal struggles, because it has to do with eternity, doesn't it? Right. The struggle is, is this... Is this just a temporary, you know, the Bible talks about, hey, this affliction is light and momentary. It's just temporary. But then there are these struggles that are really having to do with our eternity because here's the deal, Shannon, we have an enemy. We sure do. We have an enemy. His name is Satan. He is the devil. And Jesus himself talked about it. So it's not like this pie in the sky, ooey gooey religion. I'll never forget the first time I shared the gospel with my dad. He said, uh, I believe in God, but I don't believe in the devil. Mm. Um, that's scary, <laughs> yeah. Shannon, isn't it? Yes, it is. And you might think, well, that's weird. How can you believe in God and not the devil? Well, the devil doesn't want you to believe in him, right? Right. Even though you might think, oh, well, he's trying to get us to believe in him. No, he'd rather stay hidden, right? And so you're unaware. But here's what the scripture says in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12. And this is where we get the eternal's perspective in this. For we do not wrestle what is wrestling? Struggle. struggle yeah. right? We do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. Now, here's a discussion that people have with me sometimes, Shannon, and they say, well, you know, I don't like all the talk about, you know, these evil things and all of this and that. And I, they say, I don't want to talk about demons. I don't want to talk about principalities. I don't want to talk about that stuff. And I say, well, would, would you be okay if we talked about angels? Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, I'd be okay if we talked about angels. Well, listen, if you believe in angels, then you have to believe in demons, Shannon, because they're fallen angels. Right, that's what I was going to say. Satan was the most beautiful angel of all. And for the person who doesn't want to talk about Satan or that there he is hidden. I love what you said that he wants to hide himself. He is the deceiver oh, of yeah. light. And so that deception comes in the dark. When you're deceived, when some, someone is being deceptive, that is done on the backside. It's hidden. Usually that's not wide open for people to see. It's for him to lie. Um, he wants to make you believe something is totally not true. And I think when we struggle, Mark, and correct me if I'm wrong, when we struggle, he wants to put all of that on the Lord and saying, I can't believe 
God is making you go through this. Right. You know, he's going to, he is the father of lies and he cannot tell the truth. So of course, every struggle you're facing today, whether that is the immediate or for eternal purposes, Satan is, is just always chiming in on, well, if God was a good God, he wouldn't allow this to happen. I know I've had that conversation with him and, and not that I, audibly want to talk to Satan. But sometimes, you know, he's in my ear and I just got to tell him to go back to hell because right. I can't take it anymore. And and for that person who has that mindset where the enemy is just taunting you and maybe you're in a mental struggle right now, the name of Jesus will make every demon in hell flee. They cannot stay near it. So for those of you who are struggling mentally, maybe you're not having an emotional struggle or a physical struggle, but you're like, mentally, I am just in this all out tug of war. Please, please, please just say the name of Jesus and every demon must fly from there. But I'm taken to 2 Timothy 2 verse 10 and it says, Therefore, I endure everything for the sake of the elect, that they too may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Now that sounds really deep, doesn't it, Mark? It does. <laughs> right. And so what I want to say is this, is think about Job. He was known to have sat in his ashes. His heart is bruised, and he knows that the trouble that has come on him. But here's what this says, is I endure everything for the sake of the elect. Do you know Job went through what he went through so we could understand what it is to have everything stripped from us. Jesus went through what he went through so he could understand what we went through or what we were going to go through. Jesus and Joe both had eternal struggles. Think of all that came against Jesus. Let's just use him first. He, all of that was for eternal purposes, not just for the here and now. That wasn't just 2,000 years ago. He struggled with it and he would never have, there would be no, um, I don't want, maybe fruit is the word from it, but there would be nothing from that struggle. And, and you and I know this, when you struggle for something, when you work for something and there's a reward at the end, th there's a little bit, it, we, can, we can endure it just a little bit more. Amen. And Shannon, I'm, uh, I'm going to read out of the new living and quite honestly, I'm going to be taken over to second Corinthians here. And in verse three, it starts to talk about we are human, but we don't wage war as humans do. We use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy false arguments. I want to point that out, Shannon. We're talking about eternal struggles. And let's face it, a lot of times our eternal struggles are just that. They're false arguments. What are you, what are you talking about? No, it's a real argument. But a lot of times you're arguing with the, the devil. Yeah. And he just wants to like, oh, I, I don't want you to know that you're arguing with me, but I'm placing these temptations. Uh, Paul talks about, he calls them fiery darts. Mm -hmm. Where do the fiery darts hit us, Shannon? They hit us in our minds. Mm -hmm. And so what it says is this, in verse five, we destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. So what this is telling me in a nutshell right here, Shannon, is the war is between my ears. Mm, absolutely. The struggle that is an eternal struggle because it's a struggle for my eternity. 
Yeah. Right. And where that is, it's right between my ears. So these vain imaginations, the uh, New King James calls them, these temptations, these thoughts, they come from the devil. And there are fiery darts, and he says that we should be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. So it's one in the same, and that is where uh, that that is at the crux of where the battle rages in our minds. I, it makes me think about the Roman soldiers. If you study that and the shields that they had um, were six foot tall, two foot wide, and they had hooks on each of them where they could connect so they could cover and make a wall. They could cover their heads or they could cover their, their, their chest and the front of them, and they could literally advance as a, as a moving wall. But the thing they did first was that was several layers on that shield. There was metal. There was pitch, but there was also leather and they would soak the shields down into water. And then, so as the enemy's fiery darts hit, which you're talking about, would immediately be extinguished because those shields were wet. Wow. And it makes me think about what have we done? I I think of that as a, a real life situation, but now take that spiritual or an eternal perspective. Have we been drenched in the living water? We know what the living water is. It's the, it's the word of God. It's Jesus himself. Yes. Have we protected ourselves? Have we wrapped our weaponry with the word of God? Can we carry on and advance like those Roman soldiers did with another brother or sister? Are you hooked up to someone who can fight with you? Because our struggles, that's right, are not against flesh and blood, But what is interesting is we are here in flesh and blood. So we do have to fight literally, physically, tangibly. I know for you and I, Mark, in in the circle that we run in, our brothers and sisters that are struggling here on earth, we, we get together. We carry each other's burdens. And so it's here that as we, we struggle, we know that it's, temporal here but what we're doing when we're praying for one another when we're um, confessing God's word to other one another we are in eternal struggles that the enemy has brought to us but we're sending those ahead to the eternal place of glory and God says when you do this when you stand on my word when you worship when you cry out to me that is when the struggle lessens because you have all the power I've given you to advance. I've given you eternal um, measures to be able to to fight against that principality. We know that um, in Daniel, when he prayed to the Lord, and the man of God, it says, the angel was tied up for 21 days. I think of that, right? Yes. The prayer went up, it was sent out, but for 21 days, he wrestled against Satan. And by the time he got there, it's three weeks later with the prayer. So here's what I want to encourage people as you're struggling, struggle in the eternal world, pray, fast, worship, send those things ahead. It doesn't mean because it hasn't been answered that God is not going to answer. We know there's this other demonic spiritual world that you opened up with Mark that says, and people don't want to deal with it and look at it. But I want to tell you something. There isn't anything in this world that will convince me different when uh, uh, another child can go into a school and shoot up children and, and teachers. That is nothing but 
pure evil. When a child can be molested or raped or murdered, that is pure evil. There's no discounting where that comes from. And so many times people are like, well, where was God? God was right there in the midst of it. The problem is, and I'll just use this from a school standpoint, and I've talked about this many times because I work in the schools. The schools have kicked God out. Right. You know, there was a protection over our schools for years. And as we see this rise in in shootings and mass murders in the schools and our government buildings, we've kicked God out. We have literally said, get out. We don't want your protection which is just unexplainable. I can't even understand why we would do that. But it's there that we are in this battle. And if anything, we have got to cry out to him for us to call on the legions of angels that are on our side. I know in Psalms, it says that there are angels assigned to you. Right. And so we have to call upon the Lord, call upon those things he has given us through prayer, through worship, through fasting, through another brother or sister going to war for you, with you. I know for Jill and I, your wife, we both had COVID at the same time. And I remember just she and I talking on the phone in our darkest hours and tears and just, we were scared and we just began to pray for one another and pray against what the enemy was doing in our bodies because we know this COVID came right. straight from the pit of hell. And as we struggled with um, not only our physical condition, we began to struggle emotionally and then we started to struggle mentally. And I know for her and I, we began the struggle together And then began advancing together as those Roman soldiers did because we began praying the word of God. We began confessing the victory that we were going to have over this deadly disease. And I I remember Jill was so scared. And this is just a personal time. And I just remember speaking over her saying, Jill, no, we we are not going to die here. God's got work for us to do. We're going to be strong in the Lord. And I just started confessing, confessing, confessing the word of God. And it was just like it spun her right around. And I, I don't even know if you know that conversation that her and no, I had, I didn't. but it was so powerful. And it was like the Holy Spirit just started giving me words to speak into her because I could see in her struggle, she was waning. And so it's important we not struggle by ourselves. We know we're two or more always stronger and a cord of three is unbreakable right so gather gather the people with you but pray in in war in the struggle like jesus would think about when the enemy tempted him out in the wilderness he spoke the word of god if you try to struggle within yourself you will lose every time every time shannon i'm taken here to Hebrews chapter 10. I'm going to be reading out of the NIV because it's interesting how this is worded now. Uh, We're talking about eternal struggles today. And uh, if you use the word suffering, wouldn't Mm -hmm. you call that a struggle? Sure. (laughs) I would too. And and here's what I I remind people of when I pray for them, because I do, I, I have great opportunities to pray for brothers and sisters a lot who are going through struggles. And I'll say this, has God ever answered a prayer for you? Has he ever done that before? Do you recall God answering a prayer where you were struggling about something or another, right? Do you recall God doing that? Well, yeah, absolutely. God's answered prayer before. And that's why, you know, kind of people will say, that's why I'm willing to pray now because God has asked, answered this before. And I'll say, well, if he did it before, 
He can do it again. Now listen to this, verse 32, Hebrews chapter 10 out of the NIV. Remember those earlier days after you had received the light when you endured in a great conflict full of suffering. Mm. Is that not what we're talking That's about? right. Here's what it says. Sometimes you were publicly exposed to insult and persecution. Ever been there? Shannon? Yes, many times. <laughs> At other times you stood side by side with those who were so treated. That's what you do for a living, Shannon, literally. I'm skipping down to verse 35 because here's what it says. And this is what I want the listeners to get a hold of today. So do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. Shannon, Mm -hmm. we just talked about that, right? Keep your eye fixed on the prize. Keep your eyes fixed on the reward. Here's what it says. You need to persevere so that when you've done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. Amen. Amen. Will that preach at all? It'll preach. I have a quote from W.L. Watkinson. It says, hell does its worst with the saints. The rarest souls have been tested with high pressures and temperatures, Hmm. but heaven will not desert them. And I think one thing we have to remember is this, is that God is for us. And the biggest lie the enemy has is that God's left you. How are you going to do this on your own? He doesn't care if he was a good father. Why would he allow this? And I think when we have any kind of struggle, we need to turn toward the eternal realm where God lives and the angels that he has charged under his charge to take care of us. We have saints, it says, that cheer us on in Hebrews, that we have a whole cloud of witnesses that are cheering us on to make it. I think of my grandmother, I think she must has to be hanging over the side of heaven's gates and saying, go, Shannon, go, because (laughs) she was my biggest cheerleader. And I sometimes when I I get discouraged, I just think, I know she's cheering me on along with Jesus. And knowing that that power that is endowed to us, given to us from an eternal perspective, that we can tap into that. It's us who don't tap into that strength during that time of struggle And it's there that the enemy will defeat us every single time. Every single time. You're so right. Uh, I'm going to read out of uh, the NIV one more time. And uh, this says, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to man. Because one of the lies, the reason I want to share this, Shannon, one of the lies that the enemy says to us is, you're crazy. No one else you, you better not, first of all, you better not tell anybody that you're struggling with this, right? Don't you admit that right. because you're crazy and, <laughs> and you're the only one yes. that is dealing with this. You're the only one that is thinking like this. He's trying to divide us so that he can conquer us. But here's what it says. Uh, and God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. Amen. I had a sermon one time uh, that was taking the exit ramp, and I never forget that. And I, I don't even know who said it or where I was at, but God will always make a way, an exit ramp. And I had something major this year in my life. 
and I thought things were going to go in a certain direction and it was very promising and then just things kind of started to get construed and I heard in my spirit as someone um, came to me and, and kind of was defensive about something and I heard in my spirit Mark as much as you and I are sitting here talking take the exit ramp mm. and the Lord is he is so faithful to see us through and a lot of times people say well God won't give me more than I can handle well the thing is is he gave Job probably more than he could handle right. but the thing is is that God is there with you to handle it with you yes he will make the way out where that temptation is is weighing down on you but God is not saying that Things aren't going to be hard. There's not going to not be a struggle. I'm reminded of 2 Timothy 1, and I think we talked about this last week on Breaking Point, where that very familiar verse that says, For God did not give us a spirit of timidity or fear, but a spirit of power, of love, and of self-discipline. And I think I touched on that where it talked about power. The Hebrew word for that is dunamis, which is also the word dynamite. And I often think about going through the mountains in Virginia, West Virginia, when we travel down to the beach, those mountains were blasted with dynamite. And so many times, Mark, I think, why do I not tap in to mm. that power wow. during this struggle? And you know, Jesus struggled. You know, he knew our infirmities, our afflictions, but he won every single time. And I know somebody's going to say, well, that was Jesus. You're right. But he has told us that we will be able to do more than he could even do. <laughs> right? Absolutely. And I still yeah. stumble over that verse. And I'm like, I don't know about that, Jesus. But he's like, no, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go to the Father. I'm going to leave with you power and peace and, and my strength that you will be able to do what I did and even more. Amen. And I think, how, why do we not tap into that in our struggles? Are we going to face struggles? Is there going to be an end to our struggle? Unfortunately, not because we live in a fallen world. But it says, God did not give us a spirit of timidity. So that's saying, even somebody who's out there that's saying, I'm a shy and timid person, that might be your personality. But the spirit that roars within you, if you are a Christ follower, if you've given your heart to Christ, you, you have so much power within you, we, don't, we can't even comprehend it. But it goes on to say, but he has given us that, that spirit of power and of love and self-discipline, meaning... The world, as crazy as it is, means you don't have to fall off the deep end. You don't have to come to this point of, of I can't do this anymore. The struggle is too much. God is saying, listen, come to me, all of you who are weary and heavy laden. We've talked about that in the weeks past. And that's why we're carrying on the, the series of struggle. And, and where we're just, we, we know the world is at its breaking point. It truly is. But God says, listen. Do not give up in well-doing. Right. Right? Right. Because we are going to reap the rewards if we can stay the pace. Is it going to be hard? Unfortunately, it is. I'm here to tell you, it's hard. Right. <laughs> the reason I wanted to call our ministry Journey Living is because life is a journey. There are hills, there are valleys, there's mountaintops, there's pitfalls, there's caves. All of it is going to be a journey. And it's not going to always be rainbows and unicorns. <laughs> but where we're that. headed is the most beautiful land, the promised land. And so the struggle is going to be worth it. It really is. And I think about the verse that says, narrow is the gate 
and broad is the path and many will be on that, but narrow is the gate that few will pass through. So if you're feeling alone, if you're feeling like I'm the only one like trying to fight the good fight, be encouraged Mm -hmm. because you're in good company. There are other people who also feel alone, but at the end of the day, God, the father, the son and the Holy spirit go with us. And it, the verse always comes to back, back to me is if, if the world be against, if God is for me, let me say that correctly. If God is for me, who could ever be against me? And I know there's somebody saying, but you don't understand where I'm at. The struggle is so real. I, I can't, speak to your struggle, but I have some pretty heavy ones myself. Mark, I know you're going through some serious struggles. And the only way you and I get up every day and continue to walk out what God has called us to do is through his strength. And there's somebody listening today thinking this, but all I ever do is struggle. They're saying that to themselves right now, Shannon. All I ever do is struggle. God's tired of me struggling. Really? Hmm. Let me read this scripture to you. This is Romans 8, 1. I want you to hear this. If you have to, uh, make sure you're not driving. But if you have to and you're able to, close your eyes and listen to these words. There is therefore now no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. There is no condemnation. If you have eternal struggles, if you feel like you're always struggling, just know that God is mindful and he's saying there's no condemnation to you if you're in Christ, if you're in my son, if you've surrendered to my son, I'm going to take your struggle away. It may have been five days. It may have been five months. It may have been five years. But God knows your struggle. He knows all about the old hymn says, Mm -hmm. Jesus knows all about our struggles. He does, Shannon. And they may seem like they're eternal uh, because we are on the earth. We're pilgrims. We're strangers. We're foreigners. You know, we're passing through this life. But on the other side of it lies eternity where there will be no more tears. There will be no more pain. And Shannon, there will be no more struggles in heaven. Amen to that, Mark. And I think that's a, just a wonderful place to end today. So we hope this encouraged you today that those of you who are struggling, this time on earth is temporal. And I know some of us will live 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 years. And that seems like a lifetime. And it is for the for our earthly bodies. But remember this, this is just a blip on the radar. When we look at eternal purposes, the eternity is forever and ever. So be encouraged today that this too shall pass. We hope you'll all join us again next week at the same time here on Journey Living. Mm-hmm.